everyone, this is the moment you've been waiting for because we love Wonder Woman. We're doing a Wonder Woman run. We're going to wrap up all of our Wonder Woman work next episode at 355. But for right now, at 354, we're going back in time. It's 1975. You're sitting in front of your television. You only have three channels. Monday Night Football is still dominating the ratings. It's it's amazing that shows uh does what it does. But when you're not watching football, you're watching Wonder Woman. That's right. Wonder Woman really hit the lexicon, really hit the consciousness with this TV show. And I spent time with this show and I have some revelations. Yeah, my head exploded a few times. We're going to get into it. It's Linda Carter as Diana Troy. Let's do this. Oh my God, people, the grind I have been on. But if you're not following me on YouTube, Twitter, Indiegogo, not Indiegogo, Instagram, okay, uh, you're missing out because we're doing live streams, comic book reviews, comic book flip throughs, all of my, um, you know, storytelling knowledge, design knowledge, coloring knowledge gets poured into these reviews and they're just, it's just about every night. And if you also want to open up your, your wallet and, or your pocketbook, or just, you know, your Venmo and say thank you because, you know, I give all of you so much free content. You can do that. You can say thank you by purchasing Uzi Susie on Etsy or Try Wi Fire on Indiegogo. Those are two of my comics and they're on different marketplaces for different reasons. You know, I've detailed that before. We're going to kind of skip that a little bit only because <laughs> I'm so, I don't know, I'm, I'm like so into discussing some of this. And I just want to go into my first revelation. So this show ran around four seasons. And one of the reasons I wanted to add this to this Wonder Woman run, where originally we should be on the Netflix run, you know, all of the Netflix original movies, it's because when I was watching Wonder Woman 1984, uh, you know, it really forced me to go into my HBO Max app and just make, you know, like make a selection. Like, you know, this TV show was available. I, I really never sat myself down to watch it. My only exposure to Wonder Woman 1975, we'll say. Believe it or not, was Las Vegas. They had these amazing Wonder Woman, Linda Carter. Linda Carter portrays Wonder Woman. Slot machines. And they had these graphics and they they did clips and, you know, full screen slot machines. Like, you know, like the opening intro, uh, new animations, really cool stuff. And, yeah, I spent some time there. And never used, never played the machine. I just literally would just stare in front of it like, like a weirdo. But weirdos like me are fascinated by things like that. So this show uh, roughly ran four seasons. My big revelation was when I dug around uh, into the ratings and where the show was positioned. Believe it or not, this was like a mid-tier show. This was never a top show. The Incredible Hulk by Marvel Comics, DC Comics rival, destroyed this show ratings-wise. 
Uh, which also lends to why Incredible Hulk went into a made-for-TV movie run post-TV show. And where they actually attempted a shared universe even back then through the Incredible Hulk television uh, made-for-TV movies. So, like, that was my really big revelation. because, And it did become clear because the quality and the writing of this show... It's uh, I, like I wouldn't say writing, you know, because they want the show to be lighthearted. They want to bank on the, the um, uh, secret identity, which is just about it's gone. It's gone from modern day superhero storytelling. And, you know, like and it's it's guy, it's girl. Uh, they like each other. They don't like each other. They're quippy. You know, like this show was more about those relationships, and and it's just kind of like, well, now we have to wedge in a superhero, and the superhero kind of needs superhero problems. So it's not really the writing; it's more or less the positioning and the direction. Now, of the time, you couldn't go full superhero like you can now. But with that being said, uh, because I've seen Six Million Dollar Woman. I've seen Charlie's Angels. Uh, comparatively speaking, the show doesn't hold up. Uh, Linda Carter, as Wonder Woman, is, you know, she's a pro. She's awesome. Uh, everyone around her is comical and great. But at the same time, the show doesn't have any of these Wonder Woman tropes that we want. And believe it or not, uh, the tropes that we would want, want from the the two previous episodes where we profiled the 09 animated movie and One Woman Bloodlines, the 2019 animated movie. But experiencing this TV show really like honed in on exactly what they wanted to do with Wonder Woman 1984. It is so clear to me now, okay, that Wonder Woman 1984 is exactly exactly like Batman and Robin where it echoes the sentiment of those shows okay Batman and Robin echoed the the 60s uh Batman live action you know the pop era one the Andy Warhol era you know they call it Andy Warhol but you know I beg to differ so is everyone just missing the point is every is everyone's expectations too high? These are legit like questions. You know, and, and they have to be answered when you're discussing this movie. It's almost like where are you like sitting down as an audience member in relation to this movie? You know, and then if you go back and watch this TV show, it's hard not to love it and have a great time. But of the day, I would think some of the expectations that led this show to be a mid-level show, you know, hitting between 45 and 60 on, on, on the, the Nelson ratings, the, the Nielsen ratings, it's, it's almost the same. You know, like you're, you're, you have a core audience that shows up because it's Wonder Woman, because they actually, believe it or not, are connected to the character through the printed page. But it, it will never elevate higher because people want serious superhero action. And it's it's so clear to where, like, that's why this show 
you know, eventually ended, and that is why the 60s Batman show eventually ended. They, the DC, okay, TV um, push or the TV format didn't become anything until Lois and Clark. You know, we're talking the, the, the James Dean show of the 90s, where it was, it was fun, but it was also serious. It was a serious show. That was echoed with Smallville. That was also echoed in the, the USA Network's hugely criminally underrated Swamp Thing series, which I think ran for like, I think that, that might have been the longest. That might have been five seasons. The Flash, okay? One season, it was serious. It had comic book roots. It respected it. You know, and those shows, hold. they still hold up today because... I think we have a format now. We have this idea and 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 this oh this really pushes against this idea that DC goes too gritty and too dark too often and they should be lighthearted. The failure of the Justice League movie and I want to say no. I you now we're talking second big revelation here that I had while watching this. DC Comics is serious. People want serious superheroes. People do not want superheroes that are fun, that are jokes, that are lighthearted. They really don't. Even Deadpool. He cracks jokes, but every situation that Deadpool is in, it's deadly serious. You know, when he's chopping off people's heads and stuff. So, I watched... The first, you know, like first few episodes, and I was shocked that it does start in WW2, and it, this echoes the problem of the the modern day Wonder Woman. Where if we're going to start in WW2, what do we do? Because we don't have a Captain America um, like hook where he goes to sleep. He basically gets frozen and resurrected. No, you know, Wonder Woman premieres in WW2. And we have to bring her into the modern day. This means the world has experienced Wonder Woman for decades. And it just never adds up. It never makes much sense. The live action movies wanted to echo this. This is why it's 84. The, the next Wonder Woman definitely will be in the 90s. The television show tried to address this problem because... We jump decades, season to season, in, until like season four, we get into the modern day. Steve Trevor is Steve Trevor Jr. He's her, her love, her, her spark interest has died off. Again, these are problems. One woman, nineteen eighty four, seemed to have solved this, but it didn't. <laughs> it does, and it doesn't. Okay, because it's not Steve Trevor that really comes back. It's somehow his his essence and he occupies someone else's body. It's confusing. Trust me. So the show is a bunch of fun. I <laughs> I was so curious on how they wrapped it up. <laughs> and the last two episodes are Phantom of the Roller Coaster. And it's essentially Phantom of the Opera. And <laughs> but the guy's in the roller coaster. He's in the park. He he monitors this loop de loop. His brother tells everyone he, he this ugly scarred brother 
you know, because there's two brothers, he died in Vietnam. He's not available. He's not around. But um, as a phantom, he monitors this roller coaster he designed, and he makes suggestions on uh, repairs and, and, you know, like the trusts and the stresses and <laughs> what to do. And it is literally maddening. It's so wild. It's so crazy. But it's also like comic book it's also a little bit nuts and that's why it's like fun and enjoyable but at the same time it's not serious enough and you can kind of see like you know you can kind of see where there was no want to do a tv movie after this television show i i really see it i 100 percent agree with the decision to like never bring it back and that sort of thing i don't understand um, why you would go into the 1984 direction post, uh, Gail, Gail Gadot, Wonder Woman, like, like part one or, or, or the first movie, because it didn't work for the television show jumping decade to decade. Uh, the show eventually became like the new adventures of Wonder Woman. It never worked. It never felt right. Too much ex, 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 exclamation explanation ex explanation oh my god i couldn't even say it but yeah and and it's but we still want linda carter because she's so great and we want like some of her supporting characters which rotate because people die off um you know part of like the backstory season the season so like it's flawed through the concept and it's a little bit frustrating but it's it's kind of cool that it's just there. We can watch it. It's not serious. Most episodes are one-offs. There's a couple two-parters. And season one, it's all Germans. All Germans. WW2. And they do commit to the bit. I give them a lot of credit for that. The Invisible Jet 2 is seldomly used. Uh, it's very, it's way more prominent in, in the first few episodes than it is in the later episodes. But everyone, uh, clear definition, clear definition on uh, how Wonder Woman became a part of the lexicon with this series. Because Linda Carter is beautiful. And, and that's all you need. I mean, if you want something to become popular, just put hot people around it. Everyone, uh, signing off here, episode 355 will be a movie, get this, about the creator of Wonder Woman and that movie I had to watch it like practically watched it back to back watched it fell asleep woke up uh you know during the the, the second viewing so I just re-watched it you know and uh you know so crashed out during it maybe like 2.5 times that movie blew me away for a lot of good reasons we're going to discuss it thanks for joining me and subscribe support leave a comment comments are huge for AKA Pads Audio Audacity Podcast. Thank you.